Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? Today, we're at a spot that can be described as one of a kind for what they call their designer drinks. It's a menu that boggles the mind but delights the coffee senses. Are you delighted yet, Miles? Delighted. <laughs> it's a combination of an amazing variety of beans, a complete devotion to coffee, and an artistic approach to take coffee drinks to another level. But just how far can they take it? All the way to the source, I'll bet. All the way. That's a long way, Miles. Well, let's find out how far it really can go. We're at Coffee Source, and we're talking about coffee the art, coffee the drink, and of course, kids on another edition of Coffee Cafe. Coffee Cafe! Coffee Cafe! <laughs> Welcome. We are two work-from-home dads who get together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler. A chance to have some great coffee and conversation. And follow some rules. Ah, yes, the rules. The three rules. No national chains. Right. It's got to serve more than just drip coffee. Right. It's got to be in the Burbank or surrounding areas, and then we can only visit it once per year on official business. That's right. And we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy, and we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses that you've probably never heard of, and maybe some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town. What to get and which to avoid. So, Miles... Wait, Jason, what, before what? you ask me where we are... Wait, 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 what? Again? What? Yes, Miles. Well, last time I interrupted you, and I thank the audience for listening. Yes, I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Want to do that one more time. And just to remind everybody yeah. to steal their relatives' and friends' phones <laughs> if you know the passwords. <laughs> Subscribe them to, the, to our podcast. That's right. And put a rating in if, if, you, if they haven't figured out you have the phone yet. Yeah. Well, that's a great idea, Miles, because uh, it, it seems like you're asking a lot, but, you know, we're just asking for people to, to help us out so that we can become more discoverable on iTunes and other places. And, you know, every subscription helps. Right? That's right. When they come back to their phones and yeah. see a new podcast in there, chances are they'll give it a listen and, and maybe, maybe they'll like it. Or hate it, <laughs> whichever, but we don't care. Just subscribe. <laughs> that's all we ask. Exactly. Well, thanks, Miles. And thank you all uh, for helping our podcast grow. We really, truly appreciate it. So uh, should I continue then, Miles? Go for it, Jason. All right. So, Miles, where are we today? We are at Coffee Source, 11400 Ventura Boulevard in Studio City. Yep. It's right at Ventura and Tahunga. It's in a little shopping mall. There's a few tables outside, but not really much room to sit outside. No. But you walk in, there's seating on the inside. You got the barista counter on the left. Yeah. You have a big roaster there on the right with a little like a, it's almost like a bar around it in a, almost like a semicircle where you can sit. And it looks like a perfect place to learn how to roast coffee if they had a class there. <laughs> yeah, but that's otherwise, a great idea. Otherwise, you know, you're just kind of, you're sitting at the table and there's a roaster there. Yeah, that roaster makes the room, I think. You know, if, I don't know if this is a design show or a Home and Garden channel, uh, but uh, it really does make the, it does, it's the essence of this place. It's a cool piece of furniture. Yeah. And if it didn't cost so much money, yeah. I, you know, I wonder, maybe <laughs> we could go into business selling non-functional roasters oh. as just a nice piece of furniture. I, you, I mean, you may be onto something, and I bet you people love coffee so much, they buy it. Yeah. Well, it just looks nice. <laughs> I, I would put one in my office, you know, or something like that. Absolutely. Would you? Uh, I'd put like a functioning roaster. Oh, you would want a functioning roaster. I mean, it looks nice. Yeah. I kind of, uh, seeing all these places makes me want to experiment a little bit with uh, <laughs> roasting my own beans. <laughs> But I'd probably just end up making it in the oven, and yeah, you know. that's right. Or, or, or like we did on our camping trip, or talked Justin about, yeah, talked about, which is using a frying pan. Yeah, I can see that happening. 
Not really. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, this is a cool place. They strive here uh, to bring what they say uh, is the ultimate coffee experience. And when you walk in, you kind of get that gist because it's it's coffee everywhere. And uh, not only do they uh, serve coffee drinks, they actually sell and have subscriptions to coffee beans. Yeah. So yeah, Miles, this is an interesting story because this was started by. Uh, a gentleman named John Fuller, uh, a little over two years ago, yeah. uh, he wanted to bring third wave coffee to the neighborhood. Can you tell us what third wave coffee is real quick? Is there a short answer to third Came wave? Came right coffee? after the second wave. Yes. Uh, <laughs> first wave is like Folgers in your cup. Yeah. I think, you know, several decades ago. Right, and then sure. second wave is like Starbucks, uh-huh. where you're getting a little more refined. And then the third wave is? You're getting down to the farm level, right? You know, you you have like a more of a relationship with the uh, with the farm. It's like you know having wine. It's not just like Italian wine. Uh, you can taste the characteristics of that particular uh, region. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did here because they actually have about uh, eight different beans that they can uh, choose from to make the coffee drinks that they do. Yeah, and it ranges from like you know your Ethiopian light fruity Ethiopian coffee, right, to the Slightly darker, like Colombian and Guatemalan coffees on the other side, but you can get a bag, you can get a drink. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the story of this place is is that John uh, came up with this idea to do this, and he did. And unfortunately, he he passed after the grand opening. It's a very sad story, but there is a happy ending to that story, which is his wife, Linda, and uh, Alana, which was uh, an employee at the time, I guess, they got together and kept his name alive by continuing on with this idea of bringing this third wave coffee shop to the area. And it's a beautiful story. Uh, and they both have taken it to an amazing level. And you can feel it. You can taste it when you come here. And uh, we had a great conversation with Alana. She's just, I mean, people refer to Alana as a, this is, and this is, I'm not kidding about this. They refer to her as a badass barista. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, Jason? I don't know. She doesn't know, but she just feels that, hey, she just has this passion for coffee and it comes out when she's uh, working, you know, and and she really has a love for what she does. And then not only that, Miles, yeah. she actually invented, created the entire coffee menu. And it is. Oh, did she? Yeah, it, that menu's impressive. It is a work of art. You know, it really is amazing. Yeah, there's ten of them yeah. up there on the uh, board behind the uh, behind the bar. Yeah, and each of them are so unique. Uh, it, you can find anything you would desire, uh, and stuff that would blow your mind. Well, yeah, some of the things that that are here that I haven't seen at other shops are they use hemp milk inside. Well, a few there you of the go. Drinks. Yeah, I got one of them today. I got the. Orchata the Hut, yes, <laughs> which has hemp milk in it. Yeah. I hadn't had coffee with hemp milk before, yeah. and it it was nice. You know, it wasn't sweet. Right. I don't really like the sweet drink, so I you know I add a little bit of sweetener. But, right. Um, you know, it was a, it's an interesting uh, interesting flavor. Yeah, I had the Olate, which essentially is espresso with a 50-50 mix of uh, it's like half and half, and then whole milk, and uh, and then they sprinkle some raw sugar on top, and it's not overly sweet. But you've got the sweetness of the milk to add to that little sprinkling of raw sugar, and you taste the coffee. And then she actually used Guatemalan beans in there, and it was just delicious. Dude, that's one of my favorite things to do when you get like the foamed milk on yeah, top. Yeah. You have the uh, the sugar, and you just sprinkle it right on top of the foam milk when you're yeah. drinking a cappuccino. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, that is. That sounds lovely. And we could dedicate a whole show to how to use sugar when you're drinking your drinks. <laughs> the sugar cube, Maybe the sprinkled sugar. Yeah. 
Well, uh, that's her whole menu. It's it's all these very unique things you'll you'll never see at another coffee shop. And they, I mean, if I could drink all the coffee in the world, I would have ordered one of each, and uh, and tried them all. But you know, obviously, I'd have to be in the bathroom most of the day. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I mean, you know, peeing. Uh, but uh <laughs> thanks for that clarification. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure because, you know, they say about coffee, well, we won't go there. Uh, so anyhow, yeah. It, I think we just went there. <laughs> so, uh, but really, it's uh, it's impressive. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to go back to get a, another Olate, if you ask me. I don't know about you. Well, I might try the Hocus Mocus this time. <laughs> the Hocus Mocus? What is the Hocus Mocus? It's a latte with a double shot of espresso, chocolate, and vanilla syrup, and whole milk steamed to silky perfection. Yeah, but, but go ahead, Miles. Give us a few more descriptions of what these are so that right, people understand mine. how amazing this artistry is. Go here's ahead. Orchata the Hut. Yeah. A delicious hemp milk latte with a double shot of espresso, agave syrup, and a generous shake of cinnamon. Wow. Yeah. And the most popular one they said is One Night in Paris. One Night in Paris. Oh, I like I love the title. <laughs> a creamy, dreamy whole milk brevet style latte with a double shot of espresso, butterscotch, caramel, and condensed milk. Whoa. Now that one was just a little too much for me this morning yeah. to order. Yeah. But the, but uh, I mean come on well you put condensed milk in anything and it's good. yeah <laughs> I need a little a little bit stronger this morning well so this is a great place and uh, w- these coffees are delicious but but Miles before we rate these coffees yeah uh, we had an interesting week didn't we we had an interesting week we got the World Cup wrapped up yeah we finished off France won yeah I don't know if How you heard that? no I didn't hear I <laughs> I watched the game I happened to be watching the game with you how about that how about that we watched the uh, or uh, the Tour de France is uh ah yes in mid tour now see now the world cup is over tour de france has taken over at least for me yes for me you know it's really one i have to try at yeah. like i really got to try to get into it yeah so i was gonna ask you for some tips on oh. you know how not only for me to get into it but how do you want to look kid yeah to get them interested in it well too. this is great i'm glad you asked me miles and i'm just gonna throw all the great advice you gave me for the world cup back to you because oh, really it's about uh, especially for kids, and I, and I actually had our neighbors come over, and they were they got into it because I set it up for them. It's just getting them involved in one or two or maybe three writers and their story, and uh, and and then having root for that, you know, yeah. and then not watching the whole the whole uh, stage because the stages are long and they ride, you know, a typical stage is a hundred, a hundred and twenty miles. Yeah, it just looks like a bunch of people riding bikes. Yes, but you it's, know? but it, but it's not quite that. Yeah, to the untrained eye. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all um, it's it's a lot of strategy, a lot of craziness. But basically, if you can get your kids into the sprints, that's where the, the they really love the sprints because it's action, action, action at the end. You know, all right. The one that my boy loves and my boy loves to watch the sprints is uh, Mark Cavendish. Yeah, Cavendish. the Manx Missile. The Manx I know missile. the Manx Missile. There you go. See, he's that big. Uh, he uh, has over 32 or 33 wins in the Tour de France by in sprint wins. Okay. Um, he, and, but he's getting a little older now, so he's not quite got the speed. Plus, he crashed a few times this year. And I, so I tend to root for the older guys Well, that's days. good. You can keep rooting for him, but he hasn't been doing really well. And I'm a little behind because I've been working. Yeah. Uh, you've got Greipel. Uh, you okay. get get him in. He's he's kind of the Russian uh, big guy. Uh, Peter Sagan is everybody's favorite. He is okay. like the uh, he's a world champion three times in a row. Never been done before. He's just an amazing amazing bike rider. So and these are nice guys too. Oh, like I'm gonna kind of find myself rooting especially for especially Sagan. Like Sagan Gargamel is the epitome of a nice guy, and he's okay. just down to earth. He'll tell you how. You don't he have thinks. to be nice. I just don't want dirt. Bag. Well, but you know, to be a sprinter, 
you've got to have a little attitude. Sure. <laughs> you can't be a, the nicest guy in the world. There's no enemies here, no, no okay. bad guys. Uh, then there's a the couple new guys on the block, uh, or newer, says Gaviria. He came out of nowhere. He started winning, um, and he's, he's won already a stage or two. And then uh, Granovigan, uh, he is coming out, and he's already won a couple stages. So there's a few people to, you can put your name on, but I always like to put on Sagan. You can count on a good race. A good okay. ending with Sagan. Here. For lay people, the sprint, there's a separate jersey. There's a yellow jersey for your overall race. Overall but then race the, green, the green jersey for all the, the stages that are for sprints yes. is for the best sprinter. Well, the best sprinter. And, and you get points for winning and then second place. You get so yeah. many points. And th so whoever has the most points. Adds up all the sprinting points. That's right. They get the green jersey. And they wear the green jersey during the uh, race. And the sprints are flat. Yes. Well, typically, you typically. can end on a little incline, which is where you lose the Mark Cavendish and a couple other. The Griples, those okay. guys are so big. Well, even though Cavs not huge, but they're still a little heavier. That Sagan has a huge advantage on whenever the road goes up a little bit. Sagan's got a good advantage. So you got your sprinter, and you have the other like six or seven people on the team, and that team is designed to try and help that sprinter win the sprint stages. Yeah, there's nine guys on the team, and they basically work together uh, to uh, pull the the sprinter. He's in the back. He's kind of laying low. There's probably four or five guys in him out at of this the point. wind, right? And keeping him out of the wind, and they all time it. The, the perfect team will time it so that. When about the last 200 meters, 150, 200 meters, they get, the last guy is getting out of the way, and then the sprinter okay. goes, and he turns on the jet engines, and, and it's amazing to watch, especially from the air. You know, they have the helicopter shots. It's like they literally turn on the, the jet, and it's boom. They fly out of there, and it's a, it's a race to the finish. And it's probably very dangerous because they can reach uh, speeds of 50 to 60 miles an hour on a bike. Jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. That sounds dangerous. It's fun. <laughs> so you get uh, you get the last like ten minutes of a sprint stage. Yeah. And you watch it go from one giant incoherent blob, the Peloton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it organizes into teams. That's right. And then the teams start breaking out, and then the really good teams will be neck and neck with each other, and then you watch for that final like catapult of the sprinter yeah. as those as the windbreakers peel off one by one, That's right? right. That's and you right. just commentate for your kid? No, he, they just watch because once you tell them, look, if you can just point out the key players, yeah. uh, and which is kind of hard to do, but you, you can get it, uh, then they're just rooting for him. They say, where's Cav? My, my boys always say, where's, my, where's Cav? Where's Daddy? Where's Cav? Where's Cav? Cavendish. And, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> like, he's back there. No, he's over there. But they get into it because they just want to see their guy win. So... How do you find the last 10 minutes of a sprint stage? Do you uh, just have to record the entire thing? Well, you can, but you can also go online to NBC Sports, and I think they'll show you the last, actually, Oh, uh, cool. All right. Uh, All right, I'm going to try it. Like All right. You tried World there Cup you go. All right. with your son. I'm uh -huh. going to try with my Now, with you have to boys. report back next week and see, because I expect, especially your older one, to, uh, to you know, get into it, because he likes uh, numbers and Yeah, he's and competitive, and, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, he likes races, yeah. and yeah, we'll see how it works. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I want a full report. All right. Full report. Uh, so, Miles, we had also another great weekend. Um, yeah, we did our camping, camping last training. week, yeah. and then we went to the, you know, we had a little water park session. That's right. Right next to it, yeah. too. <laughs> right there. It's cool because at this place, Lake Casitas, it's great to have. Uh, the kids get dirty, but there's a water park for, for one day. We get we all go to the water park. We get to cool down, and there's a lazy river. There's a lot of splash pads, and it's just fun to watch the kids go, and it's also fun to go in the lazy river because it cools you off. Yeah, it's fun for you, but, you know, cool. when you have, like, a one kid who can't swim, <laughs> one who's, like, borderline, one who's pretty good, yeah. then it's, there's nothing lazy about the lazy river. <laughs> 
You, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you do the lazy river, but you know, as like a grown man, it yeah. comes up to about your waist. Yeah. And so <laughs> yes. your kid's too small for the tube. Generally, right. if no. he's got a little, he one. falls right through it. Right. And <laughs> this is the water's too shallow to like duck down into and just kind of like float in it. Yeah. With, without a tube, so right. you're either like on the inner tube, in which case you have zero control. Or you're just like fording the river at like waist deep water, like you're trudging through and like in Vietnam or something, just <laughs> holding a child. And then you got to watch the two or, or however many other ones are there. They could be upstream, oh. they could be downstream. If they're downstream, yeah. then you're just running in waist deep water as fast as you oh, don't go over there. <laughs> and if they and if they go popping upstream, yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried to stand still in a lazy river. It's not easy. It's <laughs> hazardous. <laughs> it seems all chill, and then yeah. you know there's a legitimate current in that thing. Yeah, it gets and you, you going. And you just get barreled over by it. You know, you get like five inner tubes across. Yeah, and they come at just you. Good night. <laughs> it's like a big bowling ball coming at you and knocks you right over. Yeah, it's it's not safe. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> they survived it, right? The, all your kids. Well, they're still here, so they. <laughs> they did. Mark, yes. Well, actually, you survived it, and <laughs> you didn't lose anyone. That's pretty good, Miles. Well done. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, uh, I my boy loves the Lazy River, and he had his good friend from school there, and uh, they went around, and we we I, you know I like to be behind them. But I like to give them some space so they can do their thing. But I just kind of behind them, watch and make sure they don't do anything wrong or, you know, drown. One of those things. Right. <laughs> I mean, there are lots of lifeguards there, but, you know, you want to make sure your kid's okay. So we well, went when on. he gets far away, what do you do? Well, you know? Actually, you know, I was walking in the water. And when he got too far away, I started run, not running, but like going really, walking really fast in the water. And it was a great workout. <laughs> you try and walk fast. No, I actually, I mean, I guess because I'm a cyclist, I have stronger legs and I can, I can push really hard. You just push I other push, kids I was literally, out of the way. <laughs> I, was I was going around these inner tubes like, <laughs> like I was on my bike. If I, I wish I had a, a water bike at that point. But he, we were going around, we were going around and the boy, we probably went around, I don't know, it felt like 20 times. And then, At least. Uh, and you know, what made it worse What's that? was that it was more crowded because there was a baby Ruth in the other oh, pool yeah. in the water park. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. everyone comes from the baby Ruth pool yeah, over yeah. the lazy river. Well, anyway, continue. Uh, you know, he finally says, well, we're going to go around one more time. And I said, okay, great. And he says, daddy, uh, can we go by ourselves? And I'm thinking, well, I mean, you know, we've gone around 300 times. What can happen, right? Of course, I said, sure, go ahead. And uh, me being Mr. Smart Guy, I, uh, I would get out and I would follow them because you can kind of follow the path of the lazy river as you walk around the park. So I said, well, I'll be stealthy about it. Nobody will ever know. I'll go around and, and I did. And, I, and they would turn the corner and I was behind them. They never, you know, and, and I would go up around here and then they'd come around. Yeah, it's and not I, like it's a circle where no, you walk around it, a trail. It, it's like it, a winding thing yeah. and you have to, you, there's like terrain that you have to That's navigate. Right. But I'm doing it, man. And I'm watching them. Everything's going great. And, I, and the, You must have looked like the craziest parent. <laughs> no, no. I was just calm, <laughs> cool. No, no. Running and over hills. I was being stealthy, very stealthy, so stealthy miles that it were, they were approaching the end my boy just turns around and says daddy hey take a look at this yeah so stealthy <laughs> i was like i felt like james bond then all of a sudden i was just a complete failure yeah i'm gonna be so cool i'm gonna be i'm just gonna eh, it's fine you go yeah. by yourself you know and it, instead you're cutting your knees up trying was, to make sure that he's okay it was pretty pathetic <laughs> but yeah. it was you know they they had a great time all the kids got dirty and and we enjoy it uh, so you know it's great to have the water park but 
but uh, yeah, accident in the uh, other pool, that was not cool. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so the camping trip was great. We all had a great time. And uh, then we, we, you know, we got home from our camping trip and we had left our dog. For those of you who don't know, I have a newer dog. We've had her for her about three months and we left her with a dog sitter. And we opened the door expecting her Did to jump all over us. they double? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was a Normal friend of ours. Oh. No, no. It was a friend of ours. And, um, yeah, she's big, so that's why. But anyhow, it was what a friend of ours. What about the dog? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And we walked in expecting to be, you know, jumped on and stuff. Ah! Uh, because she's excited to see us. But yeah. she was so excited. But at the same time, she started crying because she thought we left for good. Uh, and and she was whimpering and stuff oh, while wagging her tail because she was so happy to see us, but it was so sad and so happy at the same time. Of course, now that leaves us with the issue, how do we go away ever? You sure she wasn't <laughs> sad to see you? <laughs> I guess it's possible. She got sad when you guys got back. <laughs> I guess, you know, but no, I feel <laughs> she was happy to see us, but sad that we had left. And, uh, you know, it's nice to know that your dog really loves you. Yeah. <laughs> when are you getting a dog? I don't know, Jason. <laughs> we'll see. I told you already yeah. when actually well, when I don't have to clean poop up from two different Oh, that's right. Okay. Mammals in my city. All right, so you, but you're approaching that house. time. Right. You're approaching We're we're you're, past that time. Oh, you're past that time. Yeah. Oh, so there's no more excuses for you, sir. No. <laughs> I'm up to start pooping on my own floor. <laughs> Sorry, can't <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. All right. That so. is. I don't know. The answer is I don't know, Jason. <laughs> okay. So one more thing, Miles. Uh, we, you know, we, we kind of briefly talked about it on the last show, uh, but we have that two-week challenge that we've been talking about. Oh, Starbucks challenge. We really challenge. should start considering when we're going to do this. I was thinking August, but the, basically for you, those of you who are tuning in for the first time or didn't miss the show, uh, we want to do a, a two-week challenge where uh, you, if you're a Starbucks fan or a Coffee Bean fan, one of those national chains, you take two weeks off. You don't go, you get, and then you go to all these little coffee shops around town. The Taste the Difference the Challenge. That's right. And Pepsi might have copyrighted that <laughs> Well, one that's though. why I didn't have anybody call it that. <laughs> and and you, go to, uh, you just avoid those two places, and you go to all these little small coffee shops and order the same drink that you usually get from these coffee shops, Taste the Difference, and then after two weeks, go back to Starbucks or Coffee Bean, whichever you prefer, and see if you can taste the difference. Yes. And copyright. Report. <laughs> <laughs> copyright. Coffee cafe. <laughs> and report back your findings. That's right. So this is what something. Is the, you know, we have, can you can you put the difference into words? I think so. Uh, and I, you know, we should probably play along with this. And uh, you know, we don't we don't have to move a show from Starbucks, but we can do our own experiment. Well, we can go back to Starbucks. Yeah, and then, and, yeah, yeah. And, and then maybe do that. But uh, uh, but we haven't decided when we're going to start this, so we got to keep that in mind. So for those of you who are listening, keep that in mind. Put it in your schedule somewhere. Probably sometime in August. That will st will officially start the two week coffee cafe challenge. You you should put on Instagram that flavor wheel for how to describe coffee. Oh no, <laughs> if it's got like two hundred <laughs> words on it. I could I could do that. I <laughs> it may uh, intimidate a few people. But it intimidates me. I don't even know what half of them mean. <laughs> 
Why don't you write a haiku? Yeah. Oh. Once you go to Starbucks, uh-huh. I'll go to Starbucks yeah. and write a haiku. Okay. A taste the difference haiku. A taste the difference haiku. I like this. this yeah. is, is this part of the challenge? Or or maybe uh, people can write a haiku themselves. This is like reporting back. They can send us the haiku and yeah. then we can uh, pick the best one and maybe they'll win a maybe win a coffee cafe t shirt. That's a good idea. Taste s- the difference haiku. Yeah, I like that. Describe the difference between a Starbucks <laughs> and an independent coffee shop coffee. Yeah. Haiku. That you enjoy. Yeah. I love it. I, I think that we'll put, incorporate that into our rules uh, as we get this thing straight. Okay. Uh, we're, we're still working on it. We'll let you know when the official time starts. But put it, like I said, put it in your schedule so that you you can follow along with us. Yes, put it in your planner so you're, you're ready for it. <laughs> That's when your right. coffee habits need to change for two weeks. <laughs> so, Miles, I think it's about that time where we should wrap this up here because uh, we're still here at Coffee Source. We have these coffees to rate, and it's the time in the show where we rate them on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best. Miles, you had the? I had the Orchata the Hut. Yes, the Orchata the Hut, which I it, love the name, by the way. But. It's great. It had hemp milk in it. Yeah. I haven't had a coffee drink with hemp milk. I gotta rate it. Uh, I'll rate it an 8. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was good. Yeah. This is my first try with with hemp milk. What is hemp milk? Do you, do you know what hemp milk is? I think it's milk made out of hemp. <laughs> I'm not really? 100% sure. <laughs> Can you look at it? Let's see. It's plant milk made from hemp seeds that are soaked and ground in water, yielding a milk-flavored substance. Oh, so uh, it's not quite milk. It is a milk-like substance, kind of like almond milk isn't really milk. Yeah. In coffee drinks, hemp milk is said to produce better latte art and ah. to have a texture more like cow's milk compared to soy milk. Oh. I'd agree with that. It All is right. more like actual milk than like soy or I think almond milk. Okay. It's like it, it doesn't like stand out as a different Oh, that's good. Milk so flavor it, yeah. as much. So it's like um, because almond milk has a distinctive taste, this yeah. one does taste more like milk. All right. So I also had better art in my uh, foam than my than did. You did. Well, but mine's different. I had the latte, which is not supposed to have art. It's supposed to have sprinkled raw sugar on top. It's it's a fifty percent whole milk and fifty percent half and half, and and with this mixed with espresso. That's and a lot of fractions, Jason. But it's, <laughs> it's half half and half, yes, half, half whole. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and then on top is sprinkled with raw sugar, and I'm gonna give this an eight and a half because it was delicious oh really yes i i really enjoyed it i you know what i loved about it is that even with all that milk inside of it i still tasted the coffee she used the guatemalan beans and it was delicious and then the raw sugar on top just gives it that extra kick of sweetness as opposed to just being all sweet yeah uh i really found it just delightful i i really enjoyed it so i yeah eight and a half so miles gives his an eight I give mine an eight and a half. Overall, you you can come here and you'll know you're going to get great coffee. You're going to meet Alana. She's fantastic. You She's think that's where the name Alate comes from? <laughs> Maybe. We'll ask her next we'll time. We'll ask her next time. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, but she's fantastic, uh, and she's usually behind the counter making coffee. And uh, it's just a comfortable place. You can bring lots of friends. It's convenient in Studio City, so you should stop by if you're in the area. We highly recommend it. And you won't be disappointed, especially when you see that really cool roaster with surrounded by the table. It's, that's a great place to hang out, I think. And get a haircut next door, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. How about that? Uh, so coffee and a haircut for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have to say about Coffee Source in Studio City. We hope you enjoyed our podcast, and if you did, please share it with a friend or two. That's how our show grows, and it's thanks to listeners and subscribers like you that share this show that makes a big difference, and we really appreciate it. And if you have a question or an idea for our show, go to coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email. So many ways to get in touch with us, Miles. So many. <laughs> <laughs> we or just yell really well, loud. Either way, we'd love to hear from you, especially if you yell really loud. <laughs> 
Thanks again for listening. And remember, we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.